Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning, everybody. Is it time to do the morning show? It's time to do the morning show. It's Monday. Wait. Monday. <laughs> yeah. It's um it's a new week, folks. We're in December. It's uh, time to start thinking about how we want to close out 2022. Mm-hmm. It's time for many of you to decide what you're going to get me for Christmas. Oh, um, yeah, that's Michelle right. can probably offer you some <laughs> suggestions. Yeah, um, right. he loves maple donuts. Yeah, that's always so, a safe bet. Yeah, anyone yeah. can do maple donuts, and he's right. going to be, like, super happy about that. Um, so, uh, good weekend. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Remember, we talked Friday. Now you have three more we- three more weekends. <laughs> Shopping yep. weekends. Shopping weekends. Okay. <laughs> Got so, it. Yeah. Um, hint received. Uh, hint received. Well, I mean, you know, we're, we're not really huge on no, we don't big do gifts that. and all of that kind of stuff. It's more about experiences and family time and yeah. and all of that. So we'll be we'll be heading out of here in about a week and a couple of days, give or take, and heading to Salt Lake and spend yep. some time with some family out there. Had a chance to go and see a beautiful lighting of Christmas stuff too, and. Um, mm-hmm. You know, enjoying the the festivities here in um, in Guyman, right, Oklahoma. So, um, how if you're out there, oh, go ahead. No, you go. No, if you're out there listening, please jump in and say hello. (laughs) Let us know what state you're listening from. Let us know your morning temperature where you are. We'd like to know that. And we're uh, we're probably 42. It's warmed up a bit. We had had some low temperatures. Good morning, Tyler Simmons in West Texas. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we. uh, It's all over the heck here. I think that. One of the days it was almost 70 and then it's down back down to 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weather. Yeah. Um, so we had a really great planning meeting yesterday too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We, we work a lot, um, uh, which is good though. Cause we've got a lot of really cool stuff that we're getting prepared for, for, uh, um, for, 2023 yeah. and so who's actually up early enough to watch y'all live a facebook user it's just a facebook user so, well, <laughs> well good morning, facebook, facebook user yeah. thank you Glad for you're being up, up early. early um so yeah a lot of planning stuff and we uh we kind of mapped out a few things that we're going to be doing this week for the morning show as well and, right. and looking forward to to that mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be fun um and so part yeah. of our planning Good morning, oh, hi, Brown Brianna Cox. Cox. Yeah, well, I'm surprised you're. Yeah, you probably haven't gone to bed yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but we're uh, we're taking a, we uh, yesterday as we were planning. Um, one of the things that that Jim was talking about was this whole idea about um, uh, leads yeah. and you know are like where where people are selling from. And so he he put up a. a poll and um it's really has gotten a lot of answers quite a few yeah good a large enough sampling to feel like you you know because as i said in the comments like when you put this stuff out there Mm -hmm. you don't want to assume we all think we probably know what other dealers are doing but we don't want to assume and i think it for me it was really from a selfish standpoint it was trying to determine because we're heading into a webinar at the end of the month where we we want to talk Mm -hmm. about this idea of how to convert more web leads into appointments. Yeah. Tommy's 21 degrees. Uh, <laughs> Balmy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we just trying to understand, okay, so leading into this, and this is going to be, we're, 
reaching out and finalizing stuff with some experts on the subject, but we're really just trying to understand how do we better convert leads? We, we know a lot of dealers out there are getting, yeah. they're not having trouble getting connected with consumers and getting web leads, right? Whether it's coming through a Facebook chat or whether it's coming through a, a web form on their website yeah. and get leads, but they're not getting very many of those people to the building. And so this is really the focus of our webinar at the end yeah. of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, Frederick Subprime Hero Leonard's morning, Fred. Um, we uh, we're looking forward to having you on, and maybe we can chat about that. Let's figure that suggested. out. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, um, they'll be on. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. Just those guys have so much energy on oh their show. Oh my goodness. And Fred, let me I, just make I, sure you know, this is as much energy as you're going to expect. This is my excited this is, face this is, is what excited, I always tell people. This is happy. So this just, is irritating. So you recognize it's, it when it happens. This yeah, is my excited a little, face. It's a little yeah. bit different on this end. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, um, you know, well, those of you, let's talk about what the, what the, um, the, the survey was, what kind of response that we got um, on the survey. And so Jim. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, we threw it out there in the two uh, buy here, payer specific Facebook groups. I also put it out there in the success group, real success in the car biz, I should say. And um, I hadn't seen any responses over there yet. Yeah, so that's a yeah. little bit to do Not with sure you know why. how much it gets shown um, based on some algorithms, I'm sure. Yeah, but but, but in the success group, uh, let's just read the poll. Let me read the question, the way it was phrased for those of you who didn't see it. I'm looking it up. You're oh, looking yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's okay. So I, I got it I got right it. here. Okay. Can I read it? Yeah, go ahead. In 2022 to date what to date this is not about what i would like to but to date um what percentage of your buy here pay here buyers took delivery at a location other than your dealership and then and see comments, see comments for clarification, for clarification. so comments? well let me just say that the yeah. the the opportunity or the choices were mm -hmm. zero mm -hmm. less than two percent or just a very small few Two to five percent, or more than five percent, and so what? What Jim put in here was uh, this: my this one might seem obvious or unnecessary, but we all know better than to assume. Plus, we know of some dealers doing digital deliveries um, by off-site. We mean the buy here customer, buy here payer customer took delivery of the car they financed with you at their home, work, etc., someplace besides your dealership location. So we know that happens. We know there are dealers out there having uh, a substantial amount of success with that. Most of us in the car business have witnessed what Carvana is doing. We know that Sorry. COVID, um, you know, caused many of us to shift into a new sort of paradigm. And now as we come off of COVID, we're trying to understand what is consumer behavior what are we, what does this consumer really want? We're working mm -hmm. on, um, you know, additional surveys out there to, for, on the consumer side yeah. to better understand what is it the, the consumer really wants. But so in the meantime, what I wanted to make sure that we were doing was that we're bringing information and education tips to people the way they're currently doing business. Mm -hmm. And what this poll basically confirmed is that, uh, of the 46 respondents in the success group, 45 of them said not one offsite delivery yeah. year to date, 2022. So that's a pretty good sampling for me. And it tells me that while the world may be changing, the vast majority of at least the dealers in the success group are still doing business the traditional way, which is delivering customer at the dealership. Mm -hmm. Now I got to say from my own experience dating back to, you know, the time I was a dealer, 
And this stuff will vary a little bit by state and maybe even by jurisdiction. Like you would have been prohibited back in the time that I was a dealer from delivering anywhere besides your dealership. That was part of what your license allowed was Mm -hmm. that you're, you're allowed to deliver at your location only. And so I think there could be some some legal hurdles to think about here, but, but a lot of that stuff's probably been addressed through COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't know in a post COVID world, what we're allowed to do, but really the question is, I know what we're, the survey says what we're currently doing regardless yeah. of what we're allowed to do. So I was just doing some math. Oh, good. Good for you. He's the math guy. <laughs> um, I, I, I actually do enjoy math. Um, we had uh, 80 people respond between the two that I, the, just the two Could that be I some looked overlaps. at and 73 of the 80. Okay. said that it was not one. And I think for me, that's mm-hmm. enough. Like, like mm-hmm. we always talk about in our training, we, we don't want to spend mm-hmm. a lot of time training on the exception, right? We don't, you know, yeah. you want to train based on the rule. Yeah. Um, so like one of the things that I, you know, as we've talked to dealers all over um, the U S mm-hmm. uh, whether or not we're engaged or not engaged with them in a contract of, of consulting or coaching, coaching, um, coaching, <laughs> coaching or implementation is that it seems like, like for the most part, when someone arrives on the lot, that there's about a 50% close rate. Um, that may be true of some dealers. I okay. don't think. I so, don't, but, but it's, 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 uh, it, it, once they get on the lot, that number will be fairly high. It'll be fairly high, like 30 to 50%, 30 something to like 50 that. Okay. Is certainly um, achievable. And so there's a lot of, um, you know, it's get them on the lot mm-hmm. and then, you know, we, we can, um, you, you do your magic and, and go towards, uh, closing the, you know, the person that's on the lot. So right. to me, the disconnect, cause I, you know, we talked to dealers that it's like, how many leads do you get a month? Well, that depends on, you know, are you, uh, how many people get on the lot and how many people get in the funnel without getting on the lot. Yeah. And there's a large percentage of leads that come and start through this, you know, they found you on the on uh, some kind of an ad on social media or through your website um, that start form. that way, but just don't end up. And the percentage of people that start that way are pretty low. Yeah. And I think that's mm-hmm. the part that we're in the process with many of our clients. We're analyzing that. We're working with through, you know, working with them to figure it out. And and we made the joke about being coaches rather than consultants. There's a joke <laughs> out there about seagulls, which I'm not going to tell this morning, but I would just say that. Um, so our yeah. friends at Peachtree <laughs> no, Planning shared with us and a little we, joke. And we absolutely don't believe this of other people in the space. No, but it's no, just no. Kind of it's funny. just it's kind of yeah. what, the way co- funny, consultants funny can be perceived. Yes. But in our case, it's the coaching thing and the follow through piece is really mm-hmm. what the difference is for us is we're trying to follow through. We're trying to help actually stay in the thing until the problem is solved. Yeah. And so this is part of where we're working with a number of clients who are all wrestling with the same thing about how do I convert mm-hmm. these folks. And one of the things I said to a dealer yesterday, and he, he said, you know, I don't know that I've heard it said any better. Like the reality is that many of the people that we hire in our sales department who are physically at the building, mm-hmm. meeting customers at the building, many of them are great at that. They're great at one-on-one, one-on-one, face-to-face, face-to-face, you know, the whole dynamics mm-hmm. of a in-person meeting and greeting and all that stuff. They're good at that. But those people aren't always the same people that are good at a chat dialogue, uh-huh, about you know, virtual yeah. digital conversation. And so sometimes it's that, I mean, we're just in the process trying to figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. I think until then we're just saying, we know that there are dealers out there doing digital delivery. Most of us aren't. 
the vast majority of us are not doing it that I, way. I mean, I do hear interest. Um, yeah. You know, there's yeah. there's a few people that we've talked to that are like, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to learn more. I'd like to do more. But doing digital delivery, it's like it, it, that 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 skill set mm -hmm. for between where they find you on social media or the website and where they land at the lot is pretty close to it's it's you're just focusing on that instead of the lot kind of conversation. Yeah. So I can share with you kind of the outlook that I bring as a consultant, former dealer before I was a buy here, pay your dealer. I was a salesperson and sales trainer manager in a new car store. And before that I was in retail business. So my collective experience with customers and sales process just tells me that I really want to utilize my talents. If I'm a salesperson, mm -hmm. I really want to utilize my talents in working with somebody and problem solving. That's a big part of, of sales in my mind is listening and solving problems. You got to overcome objections, which means you got to listen, which means you got to, you know, mm -hmm. you got to, it helps to be there. So my approach will be that two things. I want to make sure that any of our clients can meet the customer where they are and serve them. If the customer wants to buy digitally from the sofa, mm -hmm. great. Let's offer them that solution. Yeah. Let's make that available to them. Um, but I would first be just inviting them in because if we're 45 out of 46, say they don't take delivery anywhere but the dealership, which tells me the customers ultimately got to come to the dealership. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd also like to have the data that says, and some of you can chime in, the dealers that are listening, tell me what percentage of the customers buy the first car that they inquire about online. If they just made an inquiry, uh, well, they picked a car, yeah. submitted an application, said, I'm interested in this car. I, I think you the, did do a survey about that a while back. Um, uh, it was a different language. Something like that. And and it seems that just from people we've talked to is um, more often than not, they do not end up with the car that they originally, um, they yeah. originally showed interest in. Um, through the, your social or website. Mm -hmm. um, more often than not, it took them getting on the lot to see the other stuff and, you know, do it like, but it, it's interesting though, to me that there's that. And then how many people actually bought the car they test drove? Yeah. So, yeah. so if we go back 20 years, I used to do surveys of managers about mm -hmm. what percentage of customers know this is in-person contact, right? Mm -hmm. This is a person of the people who come to the lot. What percentage of people buy the one and only car that they test drove. Mm -hmm. So I remember those surveys from 20 years ago and the okay. vast majority, I mean, it was a, it was a high percentage. It was, mm -hmm. you know, a pretty high percentage. It of still customers. seems to be today. Well, at least from some people that we talked to, it seems to be. To me, that depends on percentage. the sales process. I think, okay. I think what sales process you use is going to dictate a lot of that because okay. a lot of dealers don't allow the customer to test drive until they've been. So of course the customers, they, if you're kind of forcing the customer into a certain car, we've got you approved True. for this one, then True. they would be more likely to do that. If you're allowing the customer to choose, then that becomes a little more interesting in terms of what the data would tell us. But either way, you know, 20 years ago on the lot, customer would buy the one and only car that they test drove in a, in a reasonably high percentage of the cases. Now it's a different environment. And so what I'm really asking is if, and some dealers chime in there and tell me, um, so Tyler's chiming in, any other dealers kind of tell us what, are, what's your experience when, when a customer inquires online about a particular vehicle and then they ultimately buy from you, wouldn't it be interesting to know what percentage of the customers bought the car that they first inquired about? 
And so Tyler's saying it's about 25%. I'm so, not surprised to hear uh -huh. that. He's, he's, uh, he's guesstimating based on a lot of real experience. So they do a good volume and Tyler's in that chair a lot. So that's good information. So I would say that, you know, it'd be interesting data to know why, why would that be important? Because yeah. my point in that is if I'm going to utilize my talents in problem solving and helping a customer get in the car that they need, then I know, like if I'm sitting at the salesperson's desk or sales manager desk, I know that the quickest way for me to help a customer solve their problem and get in a car is mm -hmm. to have them sitting across the desk from me. If I can get them in the Absolutely. building, sit with them, I can solve the problem much more quickly. And, you know, I someone chimed in, Facebook user. Um, I have a client doing buy here, pay or delivery on 80% of their sales or better crazy high volume. volume. Now, I probably it's likely talking about um, uh -huh. red, white and blue. Um, or, or there's not the there, only one. There are not the other ones. Because yeah, I know that, you know, there are some people that have been able to do that, sure. but it's a very small percentage of dealers that are out there that right. are doing that. And, and, and we're not saying it's wrong. That's uh -uh. not at all. We're saying meet the customer where they are. If yes. they want to do business either way, I'm simply saying that the, the skilled salesperson, and maybe it's simpler to think about this. Take this outside of buy here, pay here for a minute. If mm -hmm. let's make it a, real estate transaction or you're buying a boat, you know, or some other significant <laughs> price item. How many of you out there would buy a house never having stepped foot in it? Yeah, I think, I don't know. It's, you know, yeah. either way, it's like, uh -huh. I think the idea is it, it's a little like, at what point do you, do you want a, a professional to help you? Like if I'm the consumer, so I know one of the things I used to always say as a salesperson is, or, you know, in training salespeople is like, we, we know we have a good product. We know we need, when people are here, we know, we know, we know our inventory better than they will. We should yeah. know our inventory better than anybody. And that just means if I have a customer sitting with me, I can help them navigate this process. I, I know my inventory better. Yeah. I know my process better. If I can get them to come sit with me, then my ability to help them goes up exponentially. Yes. Right. And, and also they'll, if I get them there, then I also, one of the talents that I hope I bring is some genuine, um, when I meet with them face to face, they can see in my eyes, they can see in my body language, I'm genuine in my desire to help them. Let's work together to solve mm -hmm. this problem. And I bet we can solve it more quickly. Mm -hmm. So when you think, bring this sort of attitude to the sales process, then I'm simply saying, and this is where I want dealers to sound off, because as we go toward this, by the way, just save the date right now of, of December 29th. We chose to do it in between Christmas it's and the first. We're going to do 7.30 Eastern. In the evening. PM. Yeah. So we're going to so do we're it. Gonna try to do it so that dealers can uh, right. make it. So save the, the date and we'll yeah. announce details. We're finalizing some of the mm -hmm. experts that will be on the panel. But, and some dealers, by the way, we also want some dealers on the panel. So anyway, it'll just be a virtual dealer panel. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, anyway, and it's, it's going to be about that whole, that process between the, uh, inquiry mm -hmm. from the website or the, the social media to getting them on the lot. Yeah. I mean, how do we, how do we close that? Gap? So let's, let's approach this this way. Let's say you're a dealer, you're listening and I'm, I, you just hired me as your sales manager and I come sit in the desk in your office. And I say, as your sales manager, I want to invite customers into the building as early in the sales process as I can get them to come. Tell me why I shouldn't. Why should I not want to invite the customer in the building? I'm going to try to get the customer to come to the building just as early in the sales process as I possibly can. Why would I not do that? So I'm just and, asking the question. Let's think about it, dealers. Mm -hmm. What's the justification 
what are we doing? Like, and maybe there's a perfectly good explanation based on your business model, your business strategy. Maybe you're trying to scale. And so you're saying, I don't want them at the building because I can deliver a lot more. Mm -hmm. I can scale. What's the answer? Like, because I'm going to say, if I'm a old school customer face to face, mm -hmm. I want the customer here. I can close more sales. We can get them to the building. Then I'm going to make sure my, uh, my process is designed in a way to give me a chance to invite people to the building, incentivize them to come to the building, give them reasons and explanations for why it's important for them to come on down the building. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. And I would just ask dealers to just sound off. Like what's your, what's the rationale. And, and in the meantime, I can say if, if I did do that as a sales manager, I'm also going to say, yes, I'm going to invite the customer in as early in the process. As I can, I want them to come to the building, come to the building. When they won't, then I'm going to continue with the process online. I'm going to continue to meet them where they are. I'm going to obviously be prepared to get them a web app and do steps by text yeah. or whatever we're going to do. But I'm saying until, until the customer tells me, no, they would prefer to buy from their sofa. I'm going to continue to invite them in. But I, you know, one of the things that I've noticed is that there's a lot of sofa shoppers. Yeah. Or looky lose, sure. and you know, and that's when we've when we've had um, some of our different opportunities for coaching and mm -hmm. uh, implementation. Uh, that there's there's uh, a tendency, you know, as like if if someone can start a conversation and just kind of bat back and forth, and let me see the photos of this, and what mm -hmm. about this, and what's it, and and all of that online. Um, it's it and it's funny because the the salespeople and the dealers that we've talked to about it's like we get them so far down the thing it's like you got to get them here mm -hmm. and you know there's a lot of th that you can you probably can see a lot of the dealers out there and at least the things that I've seen yeah. is that I mean you can waste a lot of time mm -hmm. and you know feel like you're getting really far down the track you're wasting a lot of time sure. just with a uh, sofa looky loo and sure. you know asking the questions and they're doing their shopping um online and you can get really wrapped up into that for a very long time and and not really have much success yeah so, so I, our friend troy shear the director of marketing and niada chimed in i purchased three vehicles online never drove them until they were in my driveway and mm -hmm. troy what that tells me is you're a, a good credit consumer uh, and so also i would just tell as someone that does their research it's like i know what i want yeah kind of thing but yeah, i would just exactly. say uh, you know from the standpoint of our buy here payer consumer show me Show me five consumers who could also say that. Show me five poor credit consumers who could also say what Troy just said. I just don't, I don't think buy here, pay here consumers I, currently are buying that way yeah. very much now. So we've got some dealers out there doing it and it might have some repeat customers. I, I think part of that too, we were saying, I mean, how many of us would want to buy a car online? How many of us would, you know, make a major purchase? It's, it's not very, it's, it's more common. Yeah. It's more common for people with uh, better credit scores to do that it if, is because and they get to, to have more choice so yeah, yeah. And, and listen again we don't want to assume we just know it is a changing environment mm -hmm. we do know that and by the way that whole thing you described about people the looky loos and the tire kickers wanting to shop from their mm -hmm. sofa that was true before covid i oh, mean yeah. that was that was already mm -hmm. happening yeah. and co consumers were you know, using Facebook and other methods to try to, you know, learn what they could. And especially by your pay, they just want to know before they drive down, will I qualify, right? Yeah. Will you be able to get me in a car if I come down today? You know, yeah. that's what they're really trying to learn. And so I think what I hope to bring in the webinar is tips for how to answer those questions 
and help the customer understand why it's important for them to come on down, why it's to in their best interest. Yeah. They're not going to do anything for you. They don't know you, but if you can help them understand why it's in their best interest, then maybe you'll get more customers to come on down. Maybe your closing percentage will go up mm -hmm. as a result of getting them in the building. But if they don't, we're still going to meet them where they are. We're still going to be prepared to deliver them in their driveway. If it's legal in our area and our process is set up in a way that we can do that and we are comfortable approving again, this is going to vary by business model. I mean, we all know dealers, business models and buy here, pay here run the spectrum. Like they're, yeah. they're, they run the gamut in terms of what, how dealers want to do business. That includes, and this is largely driven by their appetite for risk. So does a buy here, pay here dealer, some dealer who's new in Indiana, can they get comfortable with the idea of delivering? How much do they want to know about the customer? How much do they, do they want the customer in the building so they can do an extensive, you know, interview slash application? It's up to, it's up to the dealer, right? Every dealer is yeah. going to do business. And so what we're simply saying is we understand the world is shifting. What this poll tells me is. We're not there yet. People are doing it. There's some people doing it out there and having and, success. And, yeah. Will a higher percentage of these folks be doing virtual or digital delivery in the driveway, you know, five years from now? Probably. But today the reality is 45 out of 46 said not one in 2022. So that just tells me we need to stay focused on how to help dealers convert more of those web leads to get them to the building. And so that's what we hope to do. And yeah, you know, well, and, and, and when you can, when you can get them to the building and it's like, they're already in a buying, they, they are ready to do that because mm -hmm. of how you've gotten them in the building, then you are in a better position if you chose to do more digital delivery. Right. If you've already built up that skill set to be able to do that, right. then you're in a much better position to be able to, to take it all the way to the finish line if, you know, if that's where you actually want to go. Yeah. And listen, there's nothing that you've heard me say that should, should suggest to you that I don't want us to be as efficient in our sales process as we possibly can. We all want to be efficient and do as much business as we possibly can. And that just means we want to be effective. We, we, you know, it doesn't make sense to be efficient in our sales process, but then we don't close the deal. Oh, we're super efficient at getting people to an application. Okay, great. How's, how can you spend that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, we have to, we have to sell the car. We have to convert the lead. We have to, we have to win the, win the customer. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's best done in person. Uh, and we can be super efficient in the meantime, we can be working on efficiencies and ways to make that other part of the process um, successful. Yeah. And we understand there's low costs in those pieces, uh, low work cost. We can manage more leads that way. We get it. That's not, we yeah. understand the math. It's just that until, until more than 45 out of 46 dealers are doing digital in the driveway, then we know the customers ultimately got to come to the lot to take delivery. Yeah. And yeah. And one of the things that I, I mean, I can, uh, as, as we've talked to a lot of dealers that when you, you know, one nugget, what's mm -hmm. a nugget, mm -hmm. um, is that you, when you're having a, an online conversation with someone is it is about getting them in the door. And one of the better ways of getting them in the door is to ask them and leave it with a question. So yeah. what time can we see you? Sure. You know, if they're saying, Hey, can we hold that car? It's like, ah, I can't, you need to come down. Right. Um, because they're going fast and you know, you, it, that, that you need, to, you need to come down and take a look at the inventory that we've got. What mm -hmm. time can we expect you? Would you be available? At, we have an opening at, uh, right. I can't, and, and it's, it's about asking the question, yeah. it's, you know, because like they, they're not going to ask you, well, can I come down? 
as, as, as readily as like, when can you come down? We'd love to see you. And that's like, I, you know, when I I talk when we're doing coaching, it's like little, there's little hooks and they don't have to be super strong or, or, um, or, uh, uh, um, like super deep, but just little hooks of Mm -hmm. like, when you get them to commit to this, or you get them to commit to that, or you get them to commit to this, that you're more likely to get them on the lot or close the deal because they start to feel it's in a psychology piece of, they start to feel like, Oh, they're expecting me. Right. Oh, this I've said, I said I would. Oh, and you know, there's still going to be people that don't do that, but you can't get those hooks in without asking for them. Yeah. And obviously yeah. we'll give lots of tips at yeah. the webinar. Um, we'll give lots of specific tips and we'll bring our experts in there to add tips as, as well. But yeah, I think what you're hearing from me is I think we, we want to meet customers where they are. Yep. We, we want to be able to serve both. Uh, and I'm just saying, let's start both. Let's, let's, whatever the customer wants to do, let's, let's make sure we're available to, to meet them and increase Absolutely. our chances of closing. And so that's really what we're suggesting here. And I think, um, hopefully the dealers, you know, people chime in and let's, uh, add some, some tips and things that are, are working and, um, and let's try the best we can to, uh, to, you know, get folks, um, in the building because uh, we know that's where the cars are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, save the date, December 29th. Right. Um, we're going to be doing a webinar. We're going to have a panel of experts and dealers, and we're going to really unpack this question about, um, you know, some, some of the, the strategies and, and, um, that, that are best practices in the industry, yeah. um, and that have worked really well for other people for getting people in the door yeah. or at the lot. We can wrap up there. I would just tell yeah. our listeners to, uh, you know, be aware that Michelle and I are going to start introducing soon some information about consumer education. We're going to start to move toward the side where we start to introduce some education and a podcast for uh, we're, consumers. So we're building, um, we're going to start the foundational pieces to continue to grow. Uh, what our master, what our master vision, our mm-hmm. master plan is. And um, so we're really looking forward to that. And that was actually one of the things we talked about yesterday and Mm -hmm. did some planning on. So we'll have more to talk about on that um, on Wednesday Wednesday. and White Hat Wednesday. And um, so until we see you on White Hat Wednesday, save the date, December 29th. It'll be at 7.30 p.m. Eastern and it will be a webinar. We're going to have limited seats so there can be some participation from from dealers. And um, we're really looking forward to to, to doing that. That will be an awful lot of fun. So have a great Monday. Yeah. See you on Wednesday morning. All right, guys. Have a great day and go out and sell a new car.